0: Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. Through my podcast and signature coaching program, I teach women just like you how to ditch the body image issues, gain confidence, and lose the emotional weight to look and feel irresistible at any size. If you like this podcast, you're going to love my group coaching program. If you want to learn more about it, including the investment, see what's included, get real client testimonials, and to sign up and enroll, please head over to irresistibleicing.com slash course. That link is also in the show notes. Hello guys, and welcome back to Irresistible You. Hello if you are new. Hello to all my OG listeners out there. I have missed podcasting so much. I shared a little bit about this in episode 164, which was the episode before this one, which was talking about, um, shooting all over yourself and reframing shoulds with coulds and all of that. So you might want to go back and take a listen to that, but I took a little bit of a unplanned break this summer, um, It just kind of happened that way. I I didn't plan to do it. It wasn't because of anything bad where last year, you guys that know me know there was a huge hiatus when Kat was diagnosed with diabetes and, you know, it just rocked our world for a while. And um, this summer, I just kind of stepped away for a minute. And the reason for that is... My plate is really, really full, and I want to share a little bit about what's been going on with me and my story and my personal stuff to pull together the topic today, which is really just about intention, and this topic really comes to me whenever there's a change of season, and we're right now in the middle of literally literally within days. We're going to go from summer to fall, and There's this phenomenon that seems to happen, especially with weight loss and, you know, body image and not being where you want to be in life that when the seasons change, it's a constant reminder of where you are or where you are stuck versus where you want to be. And I think that, you know, um, fall summer into fall is the biggest change because it's the last quarter of the year, right? We are, you know, heading right into that time where, you know, the weather's going to get colder, the holidays are coming. And there's this thing that a lot of people tend to do, which is say, fuck it. They're like, you know, it's the fuck it season. They're like, Oh, it's September. School has started. We're busy again. You know, um, October's coming right around the corner. Then it's going to be, you know, all the Halloween parties. And then, oh, my God, Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, the holidays are here. It's Christmas. It's New Year's. Boom, I'll start over. Oh, girl, I'm just going to start over in January. Like, that sad, tired story is so many of your story. So for so many of you listening, I know that that's the story that plays inside your head. And we have to change that. We cannot just say fuck it and throw the towel in because it's – the end of September, like we literally have October, November, we have three full months left in 2022. And please know that when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself too, because I've been going through that as well, where, you know, life, life can just get really busy. And when it gets really busy and we have all these things that we have to do We sometimes get pulled away from what we're meant to be doing, what we want to be doing, what we crave to be doing, what we yearn to be doing. And if we don't stop for a second and pull over and reroute and put in a new address in that GPS, then... We're gonna just keep going to the shitty, the same shitty destination that we've always been going to, that we don't even wanna go to in the first place. It's like having to go to some, to like drive to some family house for the holidays when you know it's gonna be trash and shit to begin with. And you're like, well, here we go again, right? That's the same thing that's happening when you tell yourself, fuck it, it's the end of the year. I'll just start over in January. And I have said this so many times in the sense of like, do you know how much damage you can create? good or bad in three months, that's a long time. That's a long time to make some serious, serious changes and headway. So that's the spirit of this episode. And, you know, I'm feeling it too, where I'm like, oh my God, it's like the end of September. And the older I get... (sighs) the faster time seems to go. And I know that time isn't going any faster. That's not possible, but it always feels like it's just flying by the older I get. And it's a very bittersweet feeling. And I've really been having some, some big feelings (laughs) around that lately. So this summer, um, in July, I turned 41 and I'm telling you right now, like I still can't I'm going to be very real. I can't accept that number. It just feels weird to me. Like it, it, it angers me in a way where I'm like, how the hell am I in my forties? And maybe I'm having like a little bit of a midlife crisis guys. I don't know. But it's like, I keep thinking about how, you know, this concept of time and intention and accomplishing things and, and, Feeling the sense of panic that there's not time left, but yet I know that, you know, God willing, if I live a long life, I still have a lot of time left. So I guess what's happening for me is like, you know, I feel like your 20s, you're like building, right? You're like building your life. You're going to college. You're building your career. You're building things relationships maybe you you know I got married in my 20s um I started working for myself at like I think I was 29 when that I finally made that jump and so then the 30s is like getting settled um and and so what I, my point in saying all that is I feel like your whole life, there's always something you're looking forward to, right? Like you're, you're achieving, you're working up to when you're younger, you can't wait to turn 16. You can't wait to drive. Then you can't wait to be 18 to get the hell out. You can't wait to be an adult. You can't wait to start drinking at 21 legally. (laughs) Um, You can't wait for these different miles. You have like these big, big milestones, right? Career, college, kids, marriage, travel, whatever those things are, everybody's different. And once you've accomplished and hit a lot of those milestones, then it's like, oh my God, like, is this the end? Like, am I, am I on the other side of this? Like, there's just all these feelings that I've been having and that should probably be another episode about aging (laughs) Um, and that whole process because while I've mastered a lot of things in my life and personal development and things that I share with you guys I'm not there yet with the age stuff like I'm just not like I'm not with it with this 40 this the 40s because it's been hitting me like oh my god like you know in your 20s you're like oh well another year another year you know I'm still young then I'm like nine more years and I'm going to be 50 like I can't even with that shit right now like I just I can't with that um but anyway so it's had me thinking too about how the older we get life seems to go faster and I think it's just because we're busier I think it's because we have more on our plates I think it's because our goals and our worries and our obligations and our responsibilities they mean more there's more to lose right when I was in my 20s girl I was drinking partying it up clubbing all night and rolling around and going to work the next day and like doing presentations right that was it that was life for me it was carefree it was easy it was fun um, it was insecure right it's all the things and now that I am 41 I'm pretty established with what I do for a living. And I've got two young children that I'm raising. I have a life. I have a business. There's a lot on the table. There's a lot to lose. There's a lot of adulting that goes on. (laughs) And I want to make sure that I'm still having fun. I'm still living life the way I want to. And I will tell you, I've really been struggling. Like I took this break from the podcast. Because I just haven't felt that I have the white space or the margins in my life to come on here and create. And it's the worst feeling in the world for me because this podcast, coaching, creating content for Irresistible You, that is what I meant to be doing. I am confident in myself that I know this is my purpose I know that this is my passion. I know that this is how I make impact in the world. I know that this is how I can change other people's lives. And I don't say that like, oh my God, look at me. I can change. No, like people, you guys send me your reviews. You send me emails. You send me DMs and you tell me these things. And when I am in flow, when I am in the flow of creating And working and harnessing and like anchoring to that passion and purpose, it's almost like a natural high that washes over my body. And I do not get that feeling from anything else in my life. So I know that I was born, that I have gone through the shit that I have gone through with bullying, with my weight, with all of those challenges to be sitting here right now talking to you and doing this podcast. I know that. And then that bumps up against life. It bumps, it bumps up against all of those responsibilities that I just talked about. You know, having two young kids, your brain is like, it can only handle so much mental space, right? So much, so much real estate in my brain is consumed by children. It's just the season that I'm in right now. And One of those children being a type 1 diabetic, that is a 24-7 job. It's 24-7, literally. It doesn't stop all day long. And on top of that, I have instructional design contract clients that I'm working with. And I have projects and deadlines and courses and, you know, things that are getting built I don't share a lot of that. I don't know that that's interesting to anyone, um, but I certainly can if that's something you want to hear more about. But I work for myself. I have my own business. The podcast and the coaching program is part of that business. And the podcast and the coaching part of the business, unfortunately, has taken more of a backseat role in the last year or two. And that's not what I want. I don't want it to be that way. I want that to be the front seat. I want that to be the main gig, the main thing. You know, I want to create content and grow the shit out of this podcast and, you know, get my book out to you guys. And I have all these business plans that are sitting here that I have so much good intention behind And then real life comes and is like, we don't have time for that. Right now, this is what has to get done. And so I have this constant push and pull inside my brain that's like, I know where I want to be and I know where I am. And that space in between, that's called the resistance. That's really hard and it sucks. And that's where the shoulding comes. I should be doing this. I should be doing that, which I shared with you guys last week. But then I think to myself and my situation, I should be podcasting more. I should be getting more, you know, going out and, and recruiting more coaching clients. I should be doing these things, but could I be doing that right now when I have these instructional design contracts that, you know, that's an immediate return, you know, that pays the bills right here and now where building my other side of the business, it takes a lot more time. And so sometimes we're just in that place of life where we 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 do what we got to do, what has to get done. But as I look as I look around and I turned 41 this year, and I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of where I am. Don't get me don't don't confuse what I'm saying here. Um but I'm someone who's always trying to strive to the next level. And when I think about being 41, we don't have time to mess around. We don't have time to be like, well, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. Right. And I personally have to set more intentions in my own life. If I want what I want, then I have to create a five to nine. Right. I saw this the other day and I thought it was genius. They're like, if you, um, I forget the quote or whatever, but basically saying, if you want to get what you want to get. You need a five to nine before you're nine to five, meaning you got to get up at five o'clock in the morning and you got to go out here and crush what you want between five and nine in the morning. And I know for me, I have to do that. I have to, I have to, it's not an option, right? And so as we get into this change of seasons, it's a good reminder of the changes we still haven't accomplished, the things that we still want. Um, a lot of you are gonna shit all over your your weight loss goals, right? Um, and say, oh, you know the whole go through the whole spiel, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, the holidays, parties. It's too hard. Wham, 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 wham. Like, okay, you could do that, or you could start making changes. Your choice. So we just have to be. We have to plan and we have to be intentional with our time before the time comes. Because when my day gets rolling, that's it. Like the day gets rolling. You know, I I get to work, I get down to business, and then, you know, mid-afternoon, I've got my children, and then from there, it's a total shit show and a circus until bedtime. (laughs) Like It just is like, you know, it, some days are really good and really fun. And some days I'm like, is it fucking bedtime yet? Like, are we done here? Are we done? Because I could use a break. I, I could use some alone time, guys. <laughs> like, um, and it's a lot. So we cannot get caught up in being so busy that we are putting our life on hold. We cannot get so caught up in being busy that we are existing that's the key like we're existing in life we're existing in a body that we hate we're existing in a life that we don't love and that should not be the case um and for me personally like sometimes my husband he reminded me of this sometimes i have to take a step back right We have to take a step back and we have to look at the bigger picture and we have to revisit where we wanted to be a year ago, two years ago, whatever. And he was like, the other night he was like, remember that letter that you wrote where you wrote down all of your goals and what you wanted to be doing every month when I had started this um, coaching program, like a business coach, not me, like I was a student of the program. And in the program, I had put a certain salary amount every month and some, you know, goals and dreams and things that I wanted to accomplish and he's like do you realize that you're making more than that now a month and I'm like oh god yeah he's like do you realize that the things that you that you outlined and that you wanted to create you've already done it and sometimes that can get out of sight because we're so focused on yeah 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 but I've already moved on to the next goal and I want to have this now Instead of sitting in what you've created or what you've accomplished and saying, damn, like, look at me. The problems and the things that I'm complaining about today are the things that I wished and prayed for four years ago, right? Think about your body. It's like your body may not be where you want it to be. But if you've been putting in the work, even if it's slow, you're still further ahead than you think you are. And as long as you're making progress, you're moving forward. And I know for me, like, I need to always feel momentum. I need to feel like I'm building momentum. I need to feel like I'm accomplishing things or I start to get depressed. I start to feel stuck. I start to feel stagnant. And I don't like that. So, you know, we've we've really got to think about, all right, You know, we're already in the middle of the last quarter of the year, okay, with three months remaining. How do we want it to go? What do we want it to look like? Do you want to wake up on January 1st and feel worse about yourself than you feel right now? Because let me tell you this, if you don't make changes starting today, you will feel worse about yourself when January 1 comes around, and now the rock is even bigger. It's an even bigger rock to push up the mountain, right? It becomes even bigger, where you could have taken the time to put some of the work in now to take that load off of you, to make it easier. You know, I know y'all always laugh. All my OG listeners, they love to laugh about this because I say it so much. But is all of this, like, holiday-shaped chocolate really worth fucking your life up for? Is a pumpkin shaped Reese's cup really worth putting your life on hold? Is a Christmas tree chocolate really worth not putting your ass in a sexy dress this year for New Year's Eve, even if you're not at your goal weight? Is it really worth it? Come on. No, it's not. And it's time to get our shit together. It's time to step up. It's time to Stop saying, okay, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Tomorrow is coming. It doesn't give a shit what you want to do. And you already know tomorrow your ass is going to be just as tired as it was today. Because nothing's going to just magically change overnight. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some energy, some pain, some hard work to get there. But whatever you want is sitting there waiting for you. You just have to put the work in to accomplish it. You know, I keep talking about how there's this pull inside of me where I just haven't felt creative. It hasn't been there for me. Like, and instead of saying I should be more creative, I should be more creative. It's like, but could I be creative right now when I look at, and then I have to take a look at everything that's on my plate. And when you need to be creative, there's a certain energy that has to flow. And that energy cannot flow when your brain is, the real estate in your brain is occupied by all of these different things. And I have this exercise where I will take a circle on a piece, just take out a piece of paper, draw a circle, and you start creating like a pie chart, right? And right down the middle. I split it right in half and I'll put like kids, career, okay, business, right? And then the kids get split into two because we got Javi and we've got cat. okay? And then I take the business part and I start splitting that into the different um, Functions of the business, the things that I'm working on, and where my where my time and energy is is going, and then I split that. I put Chewy. I got a spot in there for Chewy, my Chihuahua. He's in there. Um, you know what? I give type one diabetes its its own space because that's that's a whole thing, right? So cat gets split into two. So we have like Catalina, my daughter, school, you know, gymnastics, the things that she does, spending time with her, and then we have type one diabetes, which is part of her, but it's, it requires a whole set of energy that I just never had before. Okay. And you start splitting this circle and creating spaces for all the things in your life that you're responsible for. And when I do that and I go, well, I should be more creative. What the hell's wrong with you, Amy? I should be on my fitness game. I should be losing more weight faster. It's like, whoa. You could, but could you do that right now? Could you really be more creative right now? Like there's no space left. There's no margin left. And creativity requires it requires space. It requires quiet. Um when your brain is being occupied and has 500 tabs open, Where's the space to draw? Where's the space to think? Where's the space to map out the dreams? It gets really hard. So here's the thing, right? We can say, all right, well, you know, this is just a busy season of my life. I don't have time for this. You know, it's really hard to put myself first. It's hard to put my weight loss journey first. It's hard to put my, you know, business or my creativity first, whatever that looks like for you. And you just go about your day doing the busies, doing the busies, doing the obligations, doing the responsibilities. Next thing you know, you're going to wake up and be 50 years old and go, where the hell did it go? Really though, like that's, what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. So for me, you know, I know then we got to have a five to nine, like you're going to get your ass out of bed as painful as it feels. And that's the morning magic time. Because that's one of the things that I've been missing. And I know for me to get back to where I want to be, both in, you know, the podcast, my personal life, my weight loss journey, that's where I need to be. So for you, you need, maybe that's a good exercise from this episode, right? Is to make yourself that pie chart and create a slice for every single thing that takes up your brain and I think too you know for moms that listen women in general honestly um even if you don't have children like we carry a lot of mental space we carry the mental load of the house typically right like I constantly in my brain, I'm like, okay, do we need to order groceries? Do I need to order more diapers? Is the Amazon delivery set up for this month? Do we need to go, uh, oh my God, I need to make the kids a dentist appointment. I need to make this appointment. I need to get Chewy's prescription filled. I need to get this. Like it's nonstop, right? It's the nonstop dialogue that's going on. And when you're busy taking care of other people, children, pets, parents, family, husbands, wives, jobs, clients, whatever. Where's the time left for you? So when it comes to you, there's no white space left. There's no margins in the paper. The margins are filled up with all the notes about the appointments, right? And your stuff that's on that to-do list, you just scratch it off and say, I'll get to it tomorrow. Knowing tomorrow it's the same load that you had today right? So finding ways to step back, to slow down, to get intentional, to create the life that you want. And I feel that I've done a really good job of that. And I've kind of been at a crossroads lately where I need to reevaluate again and make some changes because I have accomplished some of the things that I wanted. I am where I dreamed about being years ago. And it's amazing and, I, and I'm going to own that and I'm going to sit in it and I'm going to be proud of it. And I'm not going to worry about what other people say about me or think that I'm bragging or think that I'm a spoiled little bitch. Because, yeah, I've heard that before, <laughs> which is really interesting, right? Um, You know, that's something I have to work on. I have to work on being better at you know, puffing myself up more about my accomplishments and what I've achieved and not going, you know what it is. It's, it's like in weight loss, right? We talk about the thanks, but I do the thanks, but with life, it's like, yeah, thanks. But you know, this, this still isn't really the dream house. We still, you know, there's still things I want to do and I'm not really where I want to be. And we got to stop the thanks, butting to we're thanks, butting ourselves. Instead of saying yeah, look at us. Like we were sitting outside the other night, my husband and I, um, and the kids. They were they were eating popsicles by the pool, and it was nighttime. We had all the like outside light, like the little twinkle lights, and just really good atmosphere. The pool lights were on and everything, and just that, like just I guess um just sitting in that last, you know, those summer nights are just like starting to drip through our fingers. Right. So I'm just trying to hold on to it. And I looked at Frank while the kids are eating and I said, we've done pretty good. Haven't we? I'm like tearing up. (laughs) I said, we've done really good. Haven't we? We're doing okay. I said, I feel proud of us. Like we've, we've done good, you know, and thinking to where, both of us have been and have come from and what we've achieved, you know, are we where, you know, we wish we could be at this point. No, we still have time to grow and to get there, but I'm very proud of us. I'm very proud of what we've built, what we've created and, and the children that are a result of that and watching them and seeing, seeing that manifest through them is very rewarding and I don't know it's just it was like a moment and uh, you know I I feel like this every single year and every time the seasons change the seasons are going to change guys it's a given it's a guarantee I remember being out because we spent a lot of time in our pool in the summer I just I love the water I love swimming I love being in the pool with that was, and the pool was always a dream of mine to have a pool in my house. And, like, that's just a big thing for us. So we spend a lot of time out there. And I remember, like, late July. It was, like, right around my birthday because my birthday is July 30th. And I remember, like, floating around the pool and this random leaf, this random dead leaf just falls, like, right next to me in the water. And I said, there it is. It's coming. That's the first hint. And there's this feeling that comes in the air. There's a certain smell. a You can just, it's hard to put it in words and articulate it. But if you know, you know, like you can feel the shift. It's about late July and you start to feel the shift in the air. And I live in Virginia Beach. It's very hot and humid here. So it's not like it's cooling off, but there's this, this little breeze that starts to come through that's not as as hot and humid. You get little pockets of it, right? Um, you, you all of a sudden in late July, I feel like we start to notice, oh damn, like it's getting dark a little, like this teeny, tiny, tiny, tiny bit sooner, right? Next thing you know, by the end of August, you really start to feel the shift, right? Like the leaves are starting to pile up the temperatures are changing at night. Like it's a reminder that I don't care what's going on in your life. I don't care what tragedy, you know, what trauma, whatever, what joy, whatever it is that you're dealing with, no matter what, I guarantee the seasons will change. And are you going to be in the moment and self-aware enough and awake enough to realize when it's happening? Or are you going to just wake up one day and go, where did all those years go? What the hell did I do for all those years? You know, I look back and there's a lot of good memories. There's a lot of years of my life that I know I wasted, but there's also a lot of good memories. And I try to remember that, especially, you know, I think I've shared this story, but like Chewy When he came into our lives, that was the catalyst for me to start working for myself. That was the catalyst. I was like, I am not going to work every day for a job that I no longer love around people that don't give a shit about me. So that I can leave my little puppy at home all day in a crate. Like what? That was the catalyst for change. And I feel like with Chewy, I learned so much how to live in the moment. I learned how to be present. I learned how to live like a dog. Like, I don't know why people say, like, sick as a dog or work, as, work like, a, like, we should all be living like dogs. Dogs live the best. They live in the moment. They live in the now. They don't give a shit what happened yesterday, you know? And so the season is changing. There's nothing you can do about it. I was getting in my feelings about it, honestly, the other day where I was like, I'm not ready for this. And you guys that know me, know me like, you know, that fall and October is my jam. Like, this is my time of year. I feel like I come alive and I was resisting the summer change. I mean, it's still 90 degrees here in Virginia. I'm not going to like, come on. But you know what I'm saying? Like I was resisting like, oh my God, I don't want it to be September yet. I don't want it to be fall yet. I don't want, the, I don't want it to be that time yet because I haven't finished what I want to finish yet. <laughs> That's how I was feeling. Like, I'm not, I don't, I didn't accomplish yet what I want to accomplish over the summer. I'm not done. And here I am feeling like someone is behind me pushing my back right up into the fall. And here we are again. And the other night I decided to get excited. I decided if you don't get excited about October and all the change and not the changes. Like if you don't get excited about October and all the things going on that you love to do, then, then what are you not? You're not going to be living. And so I decided to get excited coming up with themes for Halloween and birthdays and, um, maybe some, some time out of town as well for birthdays and anniversaries. So you guys are probably like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I know my OG listeners, they know this, but, For those of you that are new, October is like our month here in our house because, okay, number one, my husband's birthday is October 10th. My daughter is October 21st. My son is October 26th. Our wedding, (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Our wedding anniversary is October 30th and Halloween is October 31st. And that is my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite holiday. It's why I got married on Halloween Eve. Okay. So, I felt like this pressure and this like, I don't even know if this is going to make sense. Like, Oh my God, that time is coming and there's so much that I want to do and I'm not ready for that yet. I'm not ready. I I still have this that I'm working on and I don't want to, I just don't want to have to do that yet. And here we are. The time has come. And if I don't get certain things planned now in the next week or two, they won't happen because October is rocking and rolling, baby. It's happening. It's here. It's, it's, it's right, it's right ahead of us. So it's time to figure out for you, where are you at, where do you want to be and what is in between pulling and having that resistance and stopping you from getting there? What is, what is the resistance and how do we fix that piece of it? How do we fix that piece of it? And so I know for me, I've got to create a five to nine routine. I just have to, like, I just have to, you know, I'm tired of waking up in the mornings and not having time to myself. And I can't put that blame on anybody. That's my fault. I'm the one who's not waking up early enough. I'm waking up with just enough time to, And to not even fully get ready, like, let's be honest, I'm not even fully getting ready lately. And then that creates a spiral, right? It creates a spiral of I'm not fully getting my glam on in the morning. I'm not feeling my best physically. And that translates into how I show up, how I don't show up, the lack of showing up. Um, It's just a chain reaction. And then what message am I sending to my kids when I do things like that? I have to think about that as well. So I know, for me, I know what I need to be doing. You may not know that. So you may may need to sit on that, to meditate, to take a walk, to get some time. Um, And maybe I could just spend the last few minutes of this episode and I'll share with you what works for me. like What I know that I need to set myself up for success, to feel like I'm killing it, and these different areas, at least most days, right? So number one is a good night's sleep. I am very bad at this. I go to bed very late in most cases, and that's a habit that I have to change. And this one is so hard because, you know, once the kids get to sleep at night, the house is finally quiet, I finally have time alone again, but now my brain is fried and frazzled and my body hurts and I'm tired and all those things that sounded good in the morning, like, okay, when they go to sleep, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to write a few chapters because I'm trying to write my book, y'all. Like I'm going to work on some things. And then I'm like, you know what? The laptop is not even getting opened yet right now because I'm done. I'm done. I am done. So the, the Netflix zone out starts. You know, let's get a show going. Let's zone out. I end up staying up late because my husband works late anyway. So sometimes I stay up and wait for him because if I don't, we hardly get to see each other. Like the other night, we stayed up talking till like 3 o'clock in the morning because we literally had not been seeing each other except for like high and by, right? And then that creates a chain reaction the next day because now I don't want to wake up. I want to wake up with just enough time to get ready Um, and now I'm not working before I get her ready for school and out the door. So I feel behind and my, I I would much rather come in here to my office, work, get like some really, that's the time I know I can get really creative with writing and creating content. And I should be doing that before anyone else in the house wakes up because I've done that before and I know it's successful and I know it works. And when I wake up, get in the shower, get dressed, do my makeup do my hair, put on some cute clothes, I am good for the rest of the day. Whatever you want to throw at me, we're going to do it, and we're going to do it glam, (laughs) right? Like, we're just going to do it. When you wake up with just enough time, and you just barely roll out of bed, and you're not putting your face on, you're not putting your hair on, you're not putting, you know, lashes on, you're not doing all your things, all your glam things, It's like, oh, well, I'll just get to this shit tomorrow. Uh." Or then you're like, you know, I really need to go to the store and get this and that. You're like, I ain't going anywhere with anybody looking at me like this. Like, it just creates a bad chain reaction. So get yourself ready. Get yourself dressed. Get yourself glam at your level of glam. Whatever that looks like, that's on you. That's, That's your decision. And... When I do that in the mornings and then I have that time in my office and it's quiet and I can put on my Zen music and I can do my, my Oracle cards and my crystals. And a lot of times I go out to the pool and I just sit there with like a drink and like just feel gratitude. That's how I have to start my days. And then it's like, imagine that the creativity starts rolling because your creativity now has time and space to become, and like it, it just like it can't, creativity cannot be born when you have 50 tabs open. There's no space for it. So, anyway, those are some of the things that I know work for me, and that's what I'm gonna start doing. And I definitely am gonna get back on a schedule with podcasting I love podcasting I love irresistible you this is my baby this is my dream this all of this came out of my crazy weird brain right and so it's like we need to keep this going this this is your legacy Amy your legacy no one is going to give a shit about the the instructional design projects that you did for corporations like I work and do some projects for some really big brands, some really big companies. And that's cool, right? Like, it's cool. It's nice. It, it's, it pays very well. It, it, it does. But it's like, that's not my legacy. That's not my purpose and my reason for being here. That's not what I want my children talking about when I'm gone. I want this, oh my God, I want this to live on through my children And that doesn't mean they have to continue doing this. But what it means is the things that I embody through the podcast, through the framework, um, and just following a passion and a purpose to begin with, I want to pass that on. Because I would never want my kids to be in a position where they're not going after their passion and their purpose. So why would that be acceptable to me? It's not acceptable. It's not. So I need to make the space and the time to make it possible. And I have a lot to say. I have a lot to share. I know I have a lot that can help other people and I can continue to do that. And my children need these messages. They don't need my cursing, trust me. They don't hear me curse. But they need to hear in their own way what I talk about here as well. Especially my little girl, like she needs to hear these things. And I've also, I've been feeling called lately to be a bigger advocate or help. And and I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it is just to be a bigger advocate with type one diabetes for children. And I'm that would never take the place of this podcast. Please don't get that twisted. It would not. Like I feel it in other areas. Like, how can I be more of an advocate? How can I help more people? How can I be a voice? Because I firmly believe if you get a lemon handed to you in life as big as type one of a four year old, (laughs) you can't not use that for good. You need to turn I always tell Kat you have to turn things into lemonade. You either sit with a sour lemon and be pissed off and angry or you turn it into lemonade and you help other people with what you've gone through. And I don't know what that looks like yet. It won't have anything to do with Irresistible You, but there's an overlap, right, with body image and confidence and having a daughter who is now five years old with type 1 who wears medical – device. she has two medical devices on her body, right, she already gets kids asking her about the, what is that? What is that? And I know because some kids are real assholes. I know that as she gets older, there's going to be some, some hopefully not, but there's probably going to be some, some bullying possibly or shaming or, you know, feelings that she's then going to have about her own body and herself. And I can't stop those things from happening I can only give her the tools and the, and the resources and empower her on how to handle it so that it doesn't define her and that it doesn't absorb and control her entire life. So I have to keep that in mind as well, that even though this podcast is not about type one, it's about body image, it's about confidence, it's a, those are things that, especially my daughter, my son needs those too, but like especially my daughter with what she's going to go through, She needs that, and I have to be the leader in that. I have to be the leader. I have to be the one to take her down that path and teach her and show her and expose her to those things. And saying I'm too busy and I don't have space and I'm not creative and I'm tired and my brain hurts and I have no emotional energy left is not good enough. It's just not. Is it the truth? Yes, it's the truth. But is that a reason to throw in the towel and not live up to this bigger thing that you're meant to be doing? No. So building into my own life and my own schedule a way to make sure that these things start happening consistently. You know, showing up on social media consistently. I have just... I don't know if it's like a burnout of social media. I just haven't wanted to be on social media. And I should myself. I'm like, I should be on there. I should be posting stories. I should be sharing this. I should be doing this. And then a part of me at times gets very overprotective of my life where I'm like, I don't want to share this right now. I don't know. It's so weird, right? Like I have always enjoyed doing this. And I've even questioned myself, like, am I over it? Am I done? And I'm not. I'm definitely not because when I sit down and I talk about it and I think about it, the tears start flowing. And I always say, like, that's how you know you're meant to be doing something when you talk about it and you get emotional every single time. So I'm going to take a stand to dream bigger and to put plans behind those dreams and get back to myself again. You know, I think it's just been... I had a case of the shoulds with I should be back on track sooner. I should be feeling better by now after having Javi. I should, I should, I should, I should. Oh, I should be, you know, doing better now that we've got cat like kind of in a routine with diabetes and all this. But it's like the last two years, guys, it's been really hard. You know, Javi's just about to turn two in October. And it's been a hard, hard two years. And that time that will change and it is changing and it's getting easier and it's getting better. And I'm giving myself the patience and the grace to know that I, I, oh yeah, I should have been doing all those things, but like I had a lot going on. There's been a lot going on, big, big, scary things going on and I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want to wake up with regrets. I don't want to get to the end of this year and be like, damn, you know, I still have all this work left to do. So sometimes I want to get on here and talk. And I'm telling you, I have a whole spreadsheet of content ideas and notes and things that when I think of them, I write them down or I type them up and I'm like, okay, this could be an episode or whatever. And when I get ready to record things, for some reason, I just haven't been feeling it. And I think it's that whole just not having the space built in. So I'm going to try something because I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you want to hear about on the podcast. I really want to hear what topics, what questions do you want me to answer? And so what I did is I set up a digital suggestion box it is completely anonymous. So the link is down in the show notes. So if you click on that link to the suggestion box, you can type in topics. You can ask ask me a question and I will answer that in an episode. But I just wanna hear from you guys going forward. What do you wanna know more about on the podcast? What is helpful to you? What kind of topics? What kind of questions do you want me to answer? Just let me know. Because if I don't hear from you, I don't really know if this is vibing, if this is hitting. Is this really work? Like I see the numbers and I see lots of thousands of you listen. Every time I publish a new episode, there's thousands of downloads. But sometimes with a podcast, it's hard to get that feedback. So leaving a suggestion is one way that you can do that. You can also leave a review on iTunes. I read all of those. You can also DM me on Instagram at Irresistible Icing. And those are all just ways to communicate and let me know what's working. So if you want to do that anonymously, go down to the suggestion box, post your question, post the topics, let me know what works for you. What do you want you? What do you want for me? Like I am here to help you. So tell me how I can help you. Okay. All right. We're almost at an hour. So I think we're going to go ahead and cut this episode. There will be another episode next week. We're already two weeks in a row. We're back. We're back in action, guys. The fall is here and we are back in action with a new season. And I plan on rolling an episode out every single week. I will probably start doing possibly two episodes a week and getting back to my mini series called 10 Pounds 10 Times. So I can catch you guys up on where I'm at in my weight loss journey and continue to publicly share that with you and really get back in the game. Um. And I'll share more about that soon. So I'll probably be sharing an episode about that in the next couple of days. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being a listener of Irresistible You. I love you so much. Until the next time, stay irresistible. Bye, guys.